0: Good times and great oldies here on WPFR. It's fucking awesome, dude. It's the Prince of Podcasting, the Pope of Podcasting, the Premier of Podcasting. My, da- my daughter, the came People's up- Podcaster. My daughter came up with a nickname for you today. What's that? <laughs> Double Dutch chocolate. <laughs> if I was a Negro, that'd be great. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I'm good with it. I'm here with this uh, fresh off a of suspension. Yeah, well deserved See uh, how the I was popping the, off of the mountain. The universes have crossed or, yeah. Ever since we did that crossover episode Yeah, it's kind of like the Jetsons and Flintstones You can't go back <laughs> Yeah, we can't go back Snorks and smurfs So uh, yeah, he's uh, the the sentient mountain Little well, Chucky Tater Sacks over there yeah. Has issued an apology and Do you have anything to say for yourself After your outburst on episode 58 Of Pillow Fort Radio The world's greatest podcast? Um it's a hedging apology I mean I, I, It's an apology with uh, With conditions. I mean you came in hot Yeah You came in hot I mean it, it was I was boiling Boiling mad <laughs> We didn't even know why I don't either <laughs> <sighs> Boy You were There was something Under your skin I think I There think was a bee in your I, product I think it's I got a, a A substandard cone Of vanilla ice cream From McDonald's and uh, just, you know Was there not enough? Was there too much? Was it already all melty? First of all, congratulations on going through a McDonald's When the ice cream machine was working Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> see, that was what really set it off It was going to be great And then the crash after when I got the cone Was the, was the actual, the, the cone itself, was it stale? The cone was fine It was, uh, the vanilla Was, uh, you know It was like an off-brand vanilla, I think Oh, bullshit Yeah, it was terrible Terrible. And it was. And it was small cunts. and it was melty. Those fucking terrible cunts. And it looked like it had been dragged through somebody's asshole. So you know, who's doing that? I'm I don't real- know because I ordered ice cream and you know it's, it was right before they closed. It's hard to and shove was- ice cream in somebody's asshole. And it might have been shit. It really might have been shit I, I, I You know, I was, you anyway? I was I was, too jazzed Yeah, I mean, that's the thing I really got tripper. down on myself I really got down on myself for it You know, because I was like I just ate shit out of a cone <laughs> Well, alleged shit Well, I mean I'm not sure it was shit You didn't have it tested uh, There was a piece of corn in it I mean, you know There were, there were so many some. Well, they're things. adding corn to ice cream now There is this high fructose corn syrup Maybe a whole kernel got through it, it. Fair enough <laughs> I mean, I, I was trying to tell myself these things But it wasn't going over And I, it was just really feeling bad about myself So, you know Anyway, we are back Episode 32 You're welcome You bunch of assholes You bunch of pieces of shit You bunch of worthless fucks I respect no Now one who's to, coming in hot <laughs> I respect no one That listens to this What am I going to do Suspend myself <laughs> Here I'll just I'll just turn my mic <laughs> You go ahead <laughs> You go ahead That's just on suspension everyone Go ahead So now we'll be discussing Dungeons and Dragons For the next hour Alright <laughs> I'm not going to Suspend myself Who would you Talk to Anyway I'd probably call Elena or Aaron on the phone And we'd just kind of sit there We could do that Oh, that's a good day We could actually do that if <laughs> you want <laughs> I, know, I know Aaron won't answer And Elena's iffy, I'm not sure Aaron will not answer No, he will not answer text And he not will answer not a answer a text ever Ever Not once I sent him a gold text the other day I'm going to show you this A gold text? Well, it was gold Gold, Jerry <laughs> Because now that I have a modern Phone. Yes, Charles has He stole an uh, iPhone Off of an old lady. This is what I sent him And it's sent awesome. Him a it was a gift. It was a gift. It was a good with Charlie Charlie Day. What's his Saying name? Saying ghouls What's his name on the show? Charlie Day. Is it Charlie Day? Char- it's something Irish. Charlie Mick Clafferty <laughs> Charlie Kelly. Charlie Kelly, okay It's a really My Irish name. name. We are here And we are going to run our mouths for About an hour. Yeah no, See what happens. What's going on with you? Well, uh, I drove up to Michigan to get my daughter. Congratulations. And uh, drove through some really really pretty country on the way back. You know, um, I like Google Maps because it guides you around city centers. You know, it like really takes you away from any kind of congested area at all. Away from the quote unquote bad parts of town. Well, yeah. That have an ethnic footprint, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gentrification (laughs) Um, No but we We uh, On on, we both of it Because Annie also loves history She's she's a giant Alexander Hamilton fan she Is reading all about him really likes him She likes she's a World War II she loves world war 2. Is she a 60-year-old man? <laughs> she just is has an inquisitive mind and she wonders and she's 15 and she already knows more than any Trump supporter. Well, not any Trump supporter. That's well, I'm not. saying I'm saying as in <laughs> it's not what like is shovel everybody. What is exception what should be accepted. You know what I mean? Like Trump supporters are scum. I mean for, for large part, you know. Um, yeah, he's the only one... That, I'm not stepping back from this, because he's at, just he's just wrapped it up like After so. his his uh, tomfoolery and dumb of, of after the Orlando thing, he was sort of the only one that made any sense. What do you mean? He said, America and the world has to come together to stop radical Islamic terrorism. And actually, that is a good, great point. But Nobody when, else will say it. No, they won't. But but I say that even though I think it might be a bad idea to, to officially call it radical Islamic terrorism, because that'll just... Uh, be like a rallying call They'll be like See They're, they're going to come After all of us and See that's the thing with Donald, If Donald Trump Gets in the White House It's going to be that Like terrorism Will go up a thousand percent Because he's not Going to back down That's his thing He doubles down Whenever whenever somebody Challenges on something He doubles down Every fucking time Or he just completely Changes his mind And it was like What I never said that Yeah exactly But and he right lies here. constantly Bernie Sanders <laughs> Has caught me 50 of them <laughs> Look at this Look at this Here's what he says And then he says Completely different <laughs> He called Native Americans teepee creepers. (laughs) Did he really? I don't agree with the term. Did he really say (laughs) that? I was going (laughs) to say. That's hilarious. No, but I was talking about it. (laughs) I've never heard that. Wagon burners. (laughs) Buffalo fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Scalpers. (laughs) No, but he did. uh, That's what we were talking about right when I came in. Uh, He did have a trial where he uh, tried to secretly... uh, threatened and cuz he wanted to build a casino or yes, some shit right and uh some tribes opposed him and he said basically that these people aren't Native Americans that they're lying and all kinds of stuff and you know they're actually the the last remnants of the original people contacted by the uh original settlers of America you know the white settlers of America and they just you were not good settlers. Well, yeah. I mean, the settlers that meant anything. The benevolent people that showed up on the shore, day. I mean, day, they didn't know those blankets had smallpox on them. You know what? History shows that they probably didn't. No, they did. They There's did. actually records showing that they did. They, how could they, they were aware. How could they know that, though? Well, they'd because. Tests. Well, no, it's not that they had tests, but they, they were rational people. They could think. They of, took them from people that had smallpox? Yes, and they did. How'd they keep from getting the smallpox themselves? Well, you have to understand that. We're going to just start my own hardcore history show. Um, you have to understand that Europeans in this time were exposed to virulent plagues all the time. Because Europe was fucking filthy. Still was filthy. But cleaner than the United States. Now. And white people are known to be well, our immune lily white f- pansies. You have, no. You ever, seen, you ever seen a black dude with a nut allergy? No. See? Well, but... You have uh, seen a black dude with gluten sensitivity? No. See? You ever seen a black dude with diabetes? Yeah. Yeah. You ever seen a shitload of white dudes with it, though? Well, I'm saying that. No, it's more, far more prevalent in the black community. Is it? Yeah. But that's... You that, ever seen an engine with uh, uh, hay fever? No. Uh, no, but no, I'm just... I, you ever seen a Vietnamese person <laughs> with, <laughs> with a rice allergy? No. 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 <laughs> You take peanut into a school nowadays, 30, 30 white kids die. (laughs) But then you have to understand then uh, uh, white people from uh, London would empty every year. Like everybody would basically die from flu, dysentery. It's supposed to be like that. Well okay. <laughs> it, it is. Just, I don't know the way how that's supposed to go. Well there's too many people. Well yeah You've seen I, all the Bill Burr specials. I, I, yes I have. <laughs> there, there need to be population <laughs> checks. Yeah. What do you say? That's, you know what? a lion terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> but a lion stand on the savannah. Dude, what the fuck is going on up there? <laughs> you all right? Are you okay? Oh, I am now. Pulled that out. Uh, oh, fest. Um, that hasn't made a crossover yet. It hasn't. Okay, sorry. Maybe later. We broke that wall. Um, but what I was saying is that the the Europeans, due to being exposed to all those diseases, their immune systems—the ones that survived—their immune systems were juggernauts. Like they could, they were Brock Lesnar. Oh, dude, they they just didn't get sick. I mean, and the Native Americans, due to their ironically, due to their cleanliness, they were far more clean than than. That was one of the biggest complaints of Native Americans. Like, you people from those boats fucking stink. You don't ever. It was common for a European at that point to not voluntarily take a bath for life. Filthy pale faces. Oh, they were awful. Just disgusting. But we still are. No, I don't think so. Actually, that was a point brought up in that class. I've been told that I smell like dog food. By who? People of other races. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand Yeah I don't get it Yeah I wash with dog food <laughs> <laughs> Fucking gravy train you, fuck r- I, you roll around in it Before you leave the <laughs> house <laughs> of <course>. I mean <laughs> Nothing's more pleasing Than that aroma Dogs follow me Cranky. Every the fuck where <laughs> <laughs> Remember that little Cutaway scene From family guy Brian chasing Chasing the gravy train <laughs> <Yeah. playing. laughs> Wait a second <laughs> <laughs> That was early That was yeah, really that was an early one. <laughs> Punch <laughs> the cabinet yeah. someday. I'll get it. Um, <laughs> and we're trying to be. You're trying to be serious, and I. I just can't help myself. No, it's fine. It's I, fine. I'm just saying that uh, you know the Native Americans, the ones that survived, like the Pequots and the and the and well, no, that was a person, but that the, those tribes, there is such a small remnant left. Yeah, there's, and for him to insult them in such a way, this shows you what kind of a fuck he is. You know what I mean? He's just a fuck. That's all he is. Well He's a business. It's it's all. Bottom line, it's all money, money, money. Oh yeah, but that just... It's not a good thing. No. uh, Yeah, in America... good for him. Well, in America, America especially, that that parallel is constantly being drawn that this is not personal, it's business. That doesn't excuse you from being a fucking scumbag. Just because you say that before you do something, I'm going to go and punch somebody in the nuts, just business, bang. That doesn't... That wouldn't make any sense, though. Why are you... Well, what if I'm getting paid for it? Well, if you're getting paid like 80 bucks to go up and punch some random dude in the nuts... I'm not Unless it's me I'll be mad for a minute Yeah Ow I'll be oh, like man. Fucking split it with me then asshole <laughs> We should do that I'll go I'll, I'll go around Not punch your I'll go to all your enemies And say I'll punch Dutch in the nuts For 80 bucks And we just <laughs> 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 I'm paying my rent over here <laughs> Your balls will be this big of each Oh god We gotta We gotta take a day off Eventually they just retract What <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mackie knows what's up He knows about retracting balls I was uh but we were we were listening to uh, the thing was on the way back. We were listening to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Yeah, uh, let me recommend that everybody. If you if you know how to do podcasts, find Dan Carlin's Hardcore History and his other podcast Common Sense. They're both really good. Yeah, he was, he makes everything sound so important. He does, and his he's where is he from? He sounds like a country boy. He, when I, he says, I a, think he is when he says, when I he, think he's a country boy again and again when he says, sort of South Carolina. Let me look him up. Maybe. i'm sure there's a uh wiki on the motherfucker he was it's the, it's the best i think it's the only history podcast i've ever listened to but it's the it's one of the best podcasts because absolutely with his with hardcore history he'll take he'll put out three episodes a year because he'll do months of research yeah and it'll all be solid as fuck he's now i'm embroiled in war like Blue Poop for Armageddon. I thought it was just going to be an introduction to through World War One into World War Two. No, it's World War One, which was far fucking worse. I mean, it was. This is the descriptions he's giving of the battlefields on stuff. And me and Annie are both listening to it, and she's like, "Daddy, this is really interesting." I'm like, "Yeah, no, honey, this is. You know, they're discussing the German army, how they would enter a town, how big their army was. They would ent- start entering a town." And 24 hours later is when the column would finally go through. It would be marching for 24 hours. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And that was only a flanking maneuver. That's how big the German ar- Army was in World War I. One. 1.5 million. Eugene, he's, he lives in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Um, his mom was Lynn Carlin, uh, Academy Award-nominated actress. Really? Yeah. And he got uh, his BA in history from Colorado, University of Colorado Boulder. Mm-hmm. So tell me where this motherfucker was born. He sounds country though. He really does. I mean, there's some country places in Oregon. Eugene's pretty country from what I hear. Yeah. It's a great, it's just great. I'm, I'm so glad you guys recommended it. And I started listening to it a couple of times, but then when I had finally the press of eight hours behind the wheel, you know, I was just like, I'm, I'm really going to make it go at this. So I picked the one I thought would be most, most interested in. And I read the description. I was like, that one, cause I'm fascinated. And this is one of the things I want to talk about what we were talking about, you know, when I got here is that. The clash between those two periods in history, the 19th going into the 20th century, the the watershed is so violent, and it's always going to be violent, no matter what. Like, if they came up with fusion, like a fusion reactor tomorrow, the changeover to fusion and energy would be violent, because entire economy would collapse. See what I'm saying? It's, everybody says, well, we need this and this and this, and I agree, But if there was a way to do solar, if there was a way to do wind and all that stuff where we didn't rely on fossil fuels at all, at first it would be terrible. We'd have plenty of energy, but the world would be in the shitter because economies would collapse. We'd have inflation. We'd have deflation. We'd have so much stuff going on that was awful because those two periods in history are going to be upheaval. There's going to be so much advance in that small window of time. And, you know... That, you know, World War I shows you that, that they had 19th century tactics that Napoleon was using. And then by the end, they were using mechanized warfare. They had, you know, machine guns and the Krupp Ironworks was producing guns that were, had to be fired. Uh, they had to stand 300 yards from where they were firing them, stuff their eyes, nose and mouth and ears with cotton wadding and open their mouth or their eardrums would explode or their heads would blow up. That, Cause the <laughs> concussive force coming off those fucking cannons. And that's what they were using, and the people of the world of the time thought it was Armageddon because to them with all you know especially with the belief systems back then it was how that they they believed that they, only a few years after that there came a point and Dan Carl talked about this there comes a point in a, in a in a species, and I can't remember which physicist or whatever advanced it so there comes a point where a a species can destroy itself they achieve enough prosperity and enough power to destroy themselves. We achieved that in 1945 when they dropped the atomic bomb. So, you know, but we were barreling towards it before with all the guns and cannons and shit, because the, the corrupt ironworks, you wouldn't believe the destructive power of these fucking weapons. You know, they had to lay concrete to, to fire it. Yeah, it was nuts. It was still outside of Paris. There's still a, like a cache of unexploded yeah. weapons and bombs. You just can't go there. Right. Because there's so much radiation coming off of it. And there's, you know, they were talking about these forts that the. I pillow the, fort? <laughs> yeah. It, the pillow fort would have been fucked. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> um, it was, it's a great and he designed this pillow fort. It's grandiose. It's uh, the world's most grandiose. <laughs> it's almost too grandiose, really. It's really kind of bragging. We're bragging. It's, you it's know. Trumpish. Yeah, it is. It's Trumpish. I mean, we've got the casino in the in the left wing, you know. <laughs> and we do have a bunch of Native American. We do. There. And we don't pay them shit. No. We pay them in fire water. <laughs> we do. And fireball. We pay them fireball. That's like a terrible whiskey that I've heard about that they serve at bars. <laughs> fireball. I don't know. I don't go to bars. So. Fireball. No, it's cannonball. <laughs> it's cannonball. <laughs> cannonball. Straight back. Uh, um, But they were talking about, you know, I'm not trying to just rip his... His podcast off But man He was talking about Describing the Destruct Like the The the, the Belgians uh, Belgium was Like in Germany's way And they wanted To get to France So well, Back Ger- then Everything was in Germany's way That's actually not true So they've been demonized Like what he's t- What he's saying is Yes they were aggressive But they were Surrounded by This is World War One, right Yes They were surrounded by enemies They really were And they were an upstart state Who was not welcome On the world stage yet Kind of like us with China and places like, like, hey, we want to play. We want nuclear weapons and stuff like that. Well, you can't have them because you can't be trusted. (laughs) They were tired of getting picked last. Basically, (laughs) yes, basically it. It's basically dodgeball getting slammed in the face. Winston situation, like on dodgeball, the movie. (laughs) Like Winston here. (laughs) Slams that kid in the face. They were the kid that always got hit in the ear with a snowball. Yeah, they were that kid. So they said, no, "I'm not going to do this anymore." So they went to the basement, and started hitting the weights. But, but an eighty pound weight <laughs> emerges. <laughs> no, um, but they had to. They were trying to get to France and attack France, and they were doing this like sledgehammer move where they just come down and destroy them. Well, Belgium was in the way and they had these forts these awesome forts they described and they they had crisscrossing uh, patterns of fire they had machine guns they were in the man in the ground steel and concrete over top of them you know impenetrable like the weapons that they were designed to withstand like the cannons and stuff were laughable. They could not make even a dent. Not it was there was nothing that anybody could have done but that the Germans got the Krupp ironworks guns and they laid the concrete and they started to fucking shoot the shells and they started blowing fucking shit up. They would talk about how terrible it is. I'm saying that for the purposes of this discussion. It's, it's a sledgehammer. You said sledgehammer. <laughs> That's Peter Gabriel. It's an awesome fucking song. In your eyes, the light... Is that his best song? Uh, I don't know. This This is a great song. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry that I'm changing everything. I like Digging in the Dirt. Remember that song? Digging in the dirt. He's just wiggling his ear. What a weird dude he was. Remember the... uh, when he was in uh, Genesis. Yeah, so they were just strange. He would, like, like, shaved his head yeah, in the middle. and then they he wore the like verse mohawk. Yeah, and wore the flower outfit. And it's just weird, man. It was strange. But that's a great fucking song. Great song. Go ahead and keep talking about if history. <laughs> um, we'll have a bed of Peter Gabriel. I was Maybe. just saying that our point in history, I think, this is just my feeling. We have reached a watershed moment Like, the world is getting ready to be plunged in chaos again Like, it's really close And don't forget, it is the safest time ever to be alive But that's still, true, but that's the but precipice still, That's, that's without, the precipice That's without, uh, everything gets blown up on social media And 24-hour news cycles And I understand, but we are on a precipice We oh, really yeah. are We're, uh, America's almost split in half It's, uh, you talk about anti-intellectualism a lot Yeah It's on the left and the right It really is In fucking droves Yeah, it it really is And
1: uh,
0: (laughs) But I'm talking about energies and stuff like that Like fossil fuels are running out It's, you know, we're and we are woefully ill-prepared yeah, See, exactly And that's going to happen Like, f- cold fusion will happen Like, it's going to happen mm-hmm. It's only a matter of time So, once that happens, though As we were discussing And solar and wind And all this stuff Which is getting ever more efficient Soon enough, there will be Perpetual motion machines That's what I'm saying Something's going to be so efficient That it's going to be Free energy for everybody And on the surface that seems That is a good idea And seems like a, a better idea Than it is Because as we were talking about We have world economies Based on petroleum products So once those are no longer in play What's going to happen? World economies collapse And we are ill prepared with our infrastructure to handle that Because once that happens The loss of supply and demand completely out the window Then we're going to have all these people with all this prosperity With limited resources Energy will be you know The lights will never go off But if we're If they never go off Just to show each other How hungry we are And how much we're starving What will be the point We have to start You know That's what I'm saying And it's going to be difficult It's going to be Watershed moment It's going to be violent It's not going to be cataclysmic But it's going to be Something that ha- causes A lot of upheaval Well and the, they're saying Any day The uh, Super volcano That lies Underneath Yellowstone Could Go k- Kablooey so. Yeah they say that They've been saying that for 500 years, you know. Well, I mean, when it does... Oh, we're fucked. Oh, there's nothing left here. But it'll blow up this part of the world? It, yeah, we're done. There'll, there'll be some stragglers. I, I want to be right beside it when it happens. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably maybe the... I'll practice diving. the The undiscussed... I'll Greg Louganis right into the mouth of that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. But I think it might be the undiscussed or un... Uh... The, the the you ever seen the road Viggo Mortensen? Yes, it's my favorite post apocalyptic movie of it's all time. Fucking awesome, but I think that might be the thing because it wasn't radioactive. I don't believe it was just. I believe it was a natural disaster, like it was something they never told us what it was. No, because it's not factors. important to the narrative. So apparently, it was a book too. Yeah, I read it Whatever I read it Of course you did That's what you do But you it, was a, it was a strange book it, it, When they were talking It didn't have parentheses Cormac McCarthy is a strange writer he, he wrote No Country for Old Men, too And that is written largely in past tense With present tense mixed It's strange It's a strange book to read It's very good The concepts are great But he's a very off-the-map kind of writer He's kind of like Jack Kerouac Jack Kerouac wrote in a certain style. He didn't feel like being constrained by styles. That's why Big Sur is one run-on sentence. It's one long run-on sentence. That's all it is. There's no chapters. There is. It's a continuous thought. That's all. Have it you is. read it? Yes, I have. Is it good? Um, it's good for what it is. I, I don't think that Kerouac was much in the line of gimmicks. And I don't think it was a gimmick. But you he, think he didn't give a fuck what anybody else thought? I, about it. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's like uh, his best book, of course, is On the Road. On the Road. Have you ever read it? On the Road is a great book, and I'm surprised it hasn't been made into a movie yet. Uh, it probably has actually, but we've just never seen it. Um, then there's The Dharma Bums, which is also a great book. And I was a big Kerouac fan for a long time, but he defied convention because he was, he started this thing called The Beats, the Beat Poach when they snapped all that shit, The Beat Oh, uh, yeah. It's dumb as fuck. <sighs> but woman, woman. Whoa! Yeah, man. yeah. She was a thief. Yes. You got a belief. She stole my heart and my cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's from "So I Married an Astronaut."
1: <laughs> head, paper,
0: head, move, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thing's so big, it, it's got its own weather system. It's like Sputnik, it's round but quite pointy in parts. <laughs> but, but he was uh, Kerouac was a, a writer. The beats were like it was jazz, like because black big, culture, yeah, black culture and white culture was really just starting to melt at that point. Yeah, we were starting to smoke together, yeah, and it was heroin together, yeah, yeah. And you had Ginsburg, you had Jack Kerouac, you had guys from the beats from that era, you know. But Jack Kerouac defied convention because he was for the war in Vietnam. He was Weird. He, he was. He really wasn't. It was strange because all these people came to him and said, Man, you're That's not a thing that you're should be for. No. Like Almost nobody in America was for it But he believed in American involvement to stop the spread of communism He thought communism was a bad thing But he also thought capitalism was a bad thing He was a strange individual So he had a bunch of uh, things he was against with no real answers for them I think he was a typical artist in that And that he was more in the feeling in the moment As opposed to actual That is precisely how I (laughs) Well, I mean, me too Like, without any He didn't have a lot of concretes But man, concretes, in hindsight Okay, let's, ta- let's take Radical Islam, for example um, I And we're not talking about a bunch of skaters wearing Islamic-looking clothing Radical! <laughs> Muhammad! <laughs> Mo? Hey, what, they call him Mo or something like that um, Islam, Radical Islam Good job, Moham! Is it as big a problem as they're saying it is? I don't know. No, I don't know no either. Because it we, seems like it. It does, but, but like you said, we got 24-hour news hammered into our brain. And they never stop. Exactly. They're, they've renewed terrorism for 16 straight seasons. Yeah, they have. <laughs> it's never getting canceled. And terrorism actually... And we, you, he, know, you know, a plane was seized one per day in, like, the 80s. Like, 1984. <laughs> Nobody gave a fuck. They were... because the Don't news, fly then, Nancy. Because the news outlets were not as... Insidious and as powerful as they are now CNN was reporting it but everybody didn't have CNN right because CNN just started like In the late 70s right and So terrorism back then was way Worse but we Now have Fox News we have CNN we have CNBC we Have MSNBC we have all these things And they are just Hammering it into us so it are do- you just gonna leave the blaze Out <laughs> sorry <laughs> Sorry Glenn Beck God he's a fucking loaded <laughs> Um so, I don't know if radical Islamic terrorism is as bad as everybody says it is, but it's definitely a problem. I mean, they're worse to their own people. They are. But the parallel is communism. People were scared of communism back then. But that's because did they, we Did we declare a war on communism back then? Well, the, we, we declared a war we on declared, an idea. We declared a war on an idea, the Cold War. And actually, that was largely one-sided, you know- because the spread of communism is an ideological spread. It is not a military spread. People were sick of being shit on by imperial powers. So it's a natural progression for people to want to not to be shit on. And to for the people who are the empires and put in place to continue to want to shit on them and then try to sell it to you as democracy was horse shit. And a lot of people understood that. Uh, Ho Chi Minh understood that. Uh, Ho Chi Minh, I hear he was a son of a bitch. I hear he had a, the blue balls. The crabs and, and the seven year itch. You know, i about to, we probably talked about it before, but, uh, Arlie Ermey was a real drill sergeant. Fucking terrifying. His shit was uh, all, all of his lines were him just, just treating a drill sergeant. Yeah, just treating people the way he would actually treat them in boot camp. They would, they, he didn't, they didn't, they said, here's the outline. He wants to do this. And uh, he's acting like this. He's been and, a, and he's incorporate, being a punk the, incorporate these characters. Yeah, and you you say stuff. Yeah, go. <laughs> Arlie Army is not that good of an actor, and he—he's well, not bad. He's been in a few of my favorite. He's movies. got his things. He's definitely playing to his strengths. Like he's not—he's not, he, he's not gonna As going to be. He only. should saving Silverman. He's great in it. Yeah, turns out to be gay. He was also in. Uh, he was good in Mississippi Burning. That was I. I know I've seen he it. He played the mayor so of the town that. Gene Hackman like is a folk. good mayor and he did he did very well one of his best lines he was talking to Gene Hackman He said Anderson you're so sp- starting to get so far up my nose your boots are on my chin <laughs> <I> was <laughs> like, <laughs> that was a great line cuz he's just able to deliver those um but w- what i was saying is that is that the fear of an ideological spread and then it's we the cold war was so terrible because um Yes, the Soviets were pushing their version of things, but it spr- it sprang up places. You know what I mean? Like the people chose it. And then we felt the need to fight it even though Hell, I like you. You can come over to my house and fuck, fuck my, my sister. sister. <laughs> Do you suck nicks? Are you a Peter Puffer? Are you a Peter Puffer? I bet you can suck a golf ball through a garden hose. <laughs> What's your name, scumbag? <laughs> you know, what scumbag. Is. There's no racial bigotry in my barracks. I don't look down on any niggers, kikes, whops, or greasers. <laughs> to me, you're all equally worthless. You are amphibious, grabastic pieces of shit. You <laughs> will be in a world of shit. It looks to me like the best
1: part of you ran down to crack your mama's ass and ended up as a brown stain on the mattress.
0: Where are you from, scumbag, (laughs) sir? Texas, sir. Holy dog shit, we got. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was just saying though that um before you were so rudely interrupted, not at all. But the the ideological spread of communism is actually a, a, a you know. The world tilts back and forth into different ideological sets, and that is a natural progression because that we they were coming out of colonial times then. Like, you know, the Victorian era was completely collapsing. People were trying to hang on to their colonies, all that stuff. That is a direct result of like World War I and World War Two, where they wanted to self-rule, and the ide- ideological spread terrified us because we were going to be in a world of communism. Well, communism on its surface is for the people, and the people wanted it, but yet – the old empire didn't want to give up their hold on people. So, therefore, that's why the wars were waged. France fought Vietnam because they were a democratic nation, but also a capitalist nation. They didn't want the spread of communism. And then we took up that banner because we were like, them French fucks can't do it. So, we'll do it for you. And we lost, too. So, well, did we lose... Yes, we did. We did not achieve our objectives. So then we didn't call it a war, so we could say we're still undefeated. Exactly. <laughs> there was a conflict. Well, it was a conflict because it if was we, kerf- the Vietnam kerfuffle, <laughs> the Vietnam brouhaha, Donnybrook, if you will, um, if you will. <laughs> what an irony is <laughs> to be in Saigon. <laughs> Nobody's ever. If said. you will. <laughs> Saigon is actually the, one. the son of a rice farmer. <laughs> the jewel of Southeast Asia. <laughs> Saigon. <laughs> I've come to you to bring atomic elbows <laughs> and American flags. Um, but I was saying that, you know, that's, that's history. That's, that's the way it goes is that it's written in the aftermath. Once the, the conflict as it's going on is not writing anything, it's merely happening. So that's the aftermath is that, you know, the spread of communism, Cold War and all that shit. Of course, it was called the Cold War then, but it's, it was only written afterwards. You know, it's written in the ashes of what happened. So yes, the conflicts between us and the Soviet Union were real. There was an arms race and all that stuff. But it was more, we were more the aggressor, really, in my opinion, because we didn't want the spread of communism. Because look at like a place like Cuba. The reason the people wanted communism in Cuba because they were trying to get in fucked by the mafia and American businesses. So therefore, when Che Guevara and the Castro brothers and them came in and rooted out those powers and got the fucking, the Batistas and all them fuckers out of there, then that's when you know, we wanted to stop, and you know, we are complicit in that. We we are complicit in the fact that those people wanted communism because they had been fucked for so long, and they wanted to fight back against it. That is the other side of history. It didn't people, turn out too well for them either. It didn't. They're it didn't. Get, they're still getting fucked. They are, but they still got sweet looking cars, though. D- their streets are awesome. Like the way they've maintained them since the it's the fifties. Well, know? I mean, what the, what what we can see is awesome, but. A lot of it probably looks like Cuba has 100% literacy. They have a gym on every corner. They have superior doctors. They have, you know, they have a lot of things that are superior to the United States. The only thing is we've blockaded them for so long. And, you know, you have even people like Robert Duvall who everybody apparently is a mechanic because they keep those cars running. They have to. They're from the 50s and they keep them running. Yeah. And how how do they get fuel? Fire. You can't that which they desire. (laughs) Even in embargoes, you can't limit things like that. You can't limit food. Food. You can't. Those are the agreed upon rules, and like the United Nations and stuff like that. Even during things like World War One you know, and World the United War Two, nations are going to come take our guns. We got to get out of that. In the United Nations, we, we got to get out. They're going to take our guns. I mean, I I need I need my AR fifteen to With put armor no person bullet. Well, I need to put it up my butt so I can masturbate. It's the only way I can come. <laughs> it's basically fucking right <laughs> Amosexuals. <laughs> that's it's a term i've seen bantied around a bit i'm sure uh, i don't what do you think about that the uh i know i'm completely switching subjects in a very swift fashion but what do you th- what do you think about the uh orlando thing and i think it is uh i think it's just more stupid religion fucking up so everybody's do you lives. think it, do you really think it was religiously motivated I yes know. i think do you think he was a self-hating homosexual? Yes, I think that's more of it I think that's, I mean, it could be equal I think he was a self-hating homosexual because he was a Because he was Muslim Yeah, but his ex-wife said he wasn't really religious at all He didn't follow any of it and uh, But he, then he could he You become, don't he, know the heart of somebody You can self-radicalize that yeah. And he had no ties to ISIS in any way, shape no. or form But whenever you do something like that And you call the police and you say that you did it for ISIS or whatever And they're really, yeah, that was us, whoo Yeah, Yeah. of course, of course, they're going to say that because that's what they want. They're winning. That's that's the ironic part. They're winning the war on terror because it's supposed to stop the spread of terrorism and make us feel safer. We've never felt less safe. I feel pretty safe, but I don't. I don't. uh, I'm talking about as as a country. Here is different. 9/11. Since 9/11, probably just because of shit like that. Yeah. But uh, again, uh, the war on communism, the war on terror. Who's who's the enemy in the war on terror? You can't, you can't find a concrete one That's the thing Who's You got white terrorists The the guy that went in and Shot up the Planned Parenthood That was terrorism Yeah uh, But they want to hear that No I gave the baby. I the baby. <laughs> Fucking waffle Stomping fuck face And then you got this guy Who Probably a self-hating homosexual Yeah And then he, he probably wasn't religious He was Went to the uh, Went to the He went to the club a bunch Trying to get some dick Is that right? Yeah Okay I haven't read all the particulars. I just know I've skimmed. I know the reaction. Donald Trump's reaction, even though you said his reaction was a D to the fl- fucking plorable, it was especially when went on. But Twitter. it was exactly what you expect. Yeah. Well, I mean, but even that's low even for him. Yeah. To take up on Twitter and say, "Well, I was right. Look, I was right," and that's what he does. Did you? Did you? I actually watched his speech because I wanted to be educated about the guy and see if he had anything worthwhile to to say and. Uh his speech and what he's supposed to be addressing the Orlando thing was fifteen minutes the beginning of self congratulation. He was basically masturbating on stage, this is how fucking great I am. Yeah. It didn't mean anything. It didn't go anywhere. It didn't do anything. But it didn't address anything. You gotta think about who he's trying to reach, who he's talking to. Dumb fucks. Yeah, that his the the people that his are, pundits are, are supporting him are there's the people that could go to Bernie, and the people, they're like, well, since Bernie's out, I guess I'll go to Trump, because there's no <clears> way I'm <throat> going to vote for Hillary. I'm right. not going to vote for Hillary either. I'm not either. But uh, I'm not going to vote for Trump. Well, the Hillary supporters are really starting to get in my nerves with going after Bernie, saying, you know, it's uh, – what was one of the quotes on one of these really radicalized fucking newspapers talking about, uh, it's a white guy who's uninformed talking to another guy. What, it's insulting I was Like, go fuck yourself. Yep. Go fuck yourself. It's, it's an insult now to be white. It's a, that's a go to insult for people. A white male is, uh, well, actually, I it's, thought that's had- now the lowest form of life, even though everything you have is because of white now, that uh, <laughs> yeah, we sure we used other people. Other people of other races to make it happen, but I thought that shit had died in the nineties. Like I've yeah. never felt so white, and that has come back again. Like it's bad to be white again, but now that's a that's a backlash. Trump's people are a backlash for people that. that think it's bad to be white males need to welcome out in our shoes because it's a pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> <suite. laughs> I can argue that one. I mean, I've I've been through some rough times, but they pale in comparison to people. Absolutely. Of other races. Well. It, but we have it worse here in Appalachia than a lot of places. Yeah, because we're all black guys here. Basically, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, our lives don't mean anything. Absolutely, our not. communities don't mean anything. Our my life doesn't mean anything to me. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. It's one of the reasons I don't have a gun. I'm afraid I'd use it. It's kind of scary. That's why I don't. That's why I don't have one. You know, you get depressed and you get drunk and you're like, I'm going to kill myself. And then, like, five minutes later, you're like, nah, it's stupid. Yeah, but in that moment, you're like, I'm really going to do this. I don't have anything here that I can kill myself with except for that katana, and I don't have the balls <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to commit my- harry carry. No, it's not going to happen. Apparently, it's extremely painful. <laughs> I'm sure. That's why there was the thing added to it later. <laughs> that the, Your buddy stands well, behind you and, and cuts your fucking head off. <laughs> yeah. Like, please alleviate this agonizing pain. Gonna Tylenol's not going to work. <laughs> but, um... Where was I? Where'd I go? We were talking about the, the Orlando shooting and, you know, how it's not radicalized in Muslim, Islam, but it it, is, it's, but it's, it is, it's a mixture, I think. Yeah. Self hating. And like he was, um, he was trying to be gay, trying to get his gay on. And then nobody, nobody would, it just didn't work for him. And then he started getting back into his idiotic religion. Mm-hmm. This particular idiotic religion is Muslim. Yeah. And, uh, he started reading about it and apparently, just went off and his wife, his current wife, went and bought ammo for him, scouted the place out with him, knew it was going to happen and didn't tell anybody she should go to jail for life. Absolutely. To a, a male prison and have terrible things happen to her every single day. I don't know about Be- that. Yeah, because what all the... the <sighs> there's justice and then there's... I believe I, I in... Don't... going. I, I believe in... Uh, sometimes I believe in unequal response. And this one, I, I sort of believe, because she could have stopped it. But uh like, you, you go into a place where some some of those people in there weren't out. As as gay, I'm sure. Right. Well, and, and, it's a and safe there's a place for them to be themselves. And, and also there, this happens there's so. a lot of straight people in that club as well, because if you ever been to a gay club, it's fun. Fun as fuck. Because <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody you fought, can be yourself. There's nobody fighting any of they are. It's just snarking at each other back and forth. Well, yeah, like, it's they're snapping. They're yeah. Snapping. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's the kind of fighting I like. Look weird. at that hair bitch. They talk about <laughs> it like that. You know, it's it's basically men doing what women do to each other, except, you know, yeah. It's like, just, and it, like like I said, it's the only place that they can be themselves. Yeah. Then some fucking piece of shit comes in, and it's just it's terrible. It is, and again, Donald Trump's reaction is despicable, absolutely fucking <laughs> despicable. And you know, I that's why I tuned out, like I got off social media and all that stuff, because I know right now I would just be burning bridges and friendships left and right. Go fuck yourself 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 Family member Go fuck yourself It would just be like that As per usual A certain group Has turned it into A thing where they're Going to come and try To take your guns Nobody's going to Take your guns they we don't were, want your guns. We were talking about this though. The fact that Germany, they—I read a thing about Germany and their dr- gun laws are draconian, and the, and the, and they did that in response to shootings like this because they were horrified, and they actually said, and I quote: "We don't want to be like America. We don't want to be like America." They are baffled and horrified at the United States of America because they're a civilized fucking society. We have still haven't broken over to the fact that we're not a civilized society here. We are a powder keg Just getting ready to fucking go off We have all these simmering tensions We have people to hate each other We have anti- anti-intellectuals We have dumb people at the helm I'm not talking about Obama or anybody like that I'm talking about the at the local level, dude At the it local level, it is fucking terrifying here. In a lot of Fucking ways, Tom disgusting. Fast is one of the dumbest people I've ever seen in my fucking life Did you see the, Demo- the Western Union Democratic Convention? No you see our platform? No They voted on a state platform <laughs> And full legalization of marijuana, $15 an hour minimum wage, um, single payer health care, Bernie's platform. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> they voted on a platform. So now I feel like I should probably vote for the Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Even though I hate him. What is going on? I have your shoes. <whistles> I keep hearing stuff. But I don't I know. He- pa- I hear papers rustling. He probably got my bills off of the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pay him anyway, you little scamp. <laughs> Look, he's licking his lips. That was a delicious power bill. <laughs> now he's licking my shoe with all the kitchen grease on the bottom of it.
1: Oh,
0: balls! Um, yeah, the um, West Virginia. Here's the ironic part: we're we're so in the shitter right now that we have no no place to go but up. So things are going to bottom out. It's going to get worse. But then. It's just going to be like this Listen um, we, we don't get to suck my cock Yeah and they can Right now um, I was working At the local convenience store And I got to see you, Human you Human, human to, misery On parade You got to see The wild Appalachian meth head I and, did And his mate And his mate In full bloom Springtime love Really it was Springtime for meth <laughs> Look at all the colors tell, tell us what happened Because I enjoyed that story immensely Okay <laughs> This couple came in They were meth heads They were nice and everything They they were not They hadn't reached a stage Where it was just really Maintenance They were on it And <laughs> loved it So everything is great They're they're new to meth it, yeah. Apparently Because they both were, Looked really healthy And everything I bet their apartment Is spotless I bet you it is Yeah <laughs> Um, and I only know from Adderall what it made me like. Yeah, great. Yeah, you just fucking zoom, 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 zoom. But um, the squeegee and the to clean your windows. Yes, the windshield squeegee at every convenience. And store. everybody knows. I sat there and watched them clean this car with that till it was fucking gleaming as they're pulling out. The thing hurt my fucking eyes when the sun hit it, and. Just the amount of energy they never stopped They're doing the running man. They, they they were just and they, you know, I was amazed. I'm like, this is crazy, you know, and th- but then I got to see the other side with pillheads who come in and, you know, they try to rip you off. They rip me off the register a couple of times. and paid it out of my pocket. Cause I don't feel like arguing. I'm just like, get the fuck out, you know, so I paid it and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I'm glad I don't have to do this anymore because You know, I'm glad I've done all these jobs I have because I got I get to see different sides of different facets of society. And convenience store workers are looked down upon just like every other worker that doesn't make a lot of wage and all that stuff, but are are exposed to horrible danger. And you know, because sooner or later in this area, somebody's you know that place has been robbed a bunch of times. It's going to be robbed again because somebody's going to be get hopeless. You know what? uh, Convenience store workers seem like they're pretty happy. They are. You know what ones what particular convenience store though? Who? Sheets. That's because sheets takes care of their people. It seems like they're always in a pretty good They get paid a good wage. They're allowed to express themselves. They work in a very positive environment. It's one of those things And if you're a cook in the back you don't have to deal with people. You don't you press the button. Oh it's awesome. People are talking like uh, remember whenever, whenever minimum wage when was fifteen dollars an hour, and they have the little kiosk there at McDonald's. Yeah, motherfucker, Sheets has been doing that since two thousand at least. Well, and that's the thing they—they they said, know, I'll just make a, a, I'll make a robot do your job." No, you, no, you fucking won't. There's, there's nothing you See they tried that In the 60s With the with the dial up thing Where you could get the food Out of the thing Everybody started getting sick So I was like That'll happen again You'll all start getting sick And realize what a bunch Of dumb fucks you are And that, that people deserve a wage And deserve to be treated With some kind of respect And then But there will be robots Doing most jobs though Yeah there manufacturing. will Manufacturing Yes They already do Oh yeah there's, there's robots that bolt The sides on the fucking Aircraft carriers There's you know That build cars That do all those things You know We're all getting phased out And you know We're a generation Of John Henry's We are We are a generation Of John Henry's We're American society Society is sick World society is sick It's not on its last legs It's not terminal yet But like I said That upheaval Like I said We are on a precipice That upheaval is coming And it's coming quick And it's coming quicker Every day Because the Islamic State And us getting locked In this Bitter combat There will be a holy war That's going to happen Another one It's unavoidable It's going to be the new crusades Is what it's going to be Well, that's sort of what they're going through now Is their crusades Yes because Yes Because they've been in the Whatever age that was it's, They're they're basically in the stone age Yeah, they are And That's, that's what John McCain said In the 08 uh, Debates with Obama Obama It's the Muslim spring They were calling it You know, it was The Arab spring Arab spring um, But the uh, Obama was talking about his plans for Afghanistan, and John McCain was like, you don't understand. That place hasn't changed since Alexander the Great. Yeah. It's the same. They still live under the same rules, same laws. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And it's still like that. Yeah. And it's, what, it's what's weird is in, like, Iran and Saudi Arabia is still pretty modern, even though they are- The worst. The worst country in the world. Yeah. But Iran and shit was really nice in the 70s until we installed a new government. Well, yeah. We- <laughs> A government that was favorable to us And you know And now we want him out <laughs> I wish I had been on PFR Because I was going to say One of my favorite things this week Is the Trump coloring book Because I actually picked it up And looked at it It's brilliant <laughs> It is not in praise of I remember, him I remember you all. texted me Like it's a freaking coloring book Praising Trump I'm like I'm pretty sure it's Tongue, tongue so firmly planted in cheek That it bursts through the other side Well because I looked at it I picked it up There's I sent you a couple of pictures. There's Trump as Marilyn Monroe. There's Trump <laughs> shaking an alien's hand at Roswell. There's Trump, you know, with his head on the fucking Mount Rushmore. There's him. <laughs> oh, select- you know that'll happen if he. Oh, god. That's kind of why I wanted him to get elected, just to see, just see how to bad see. shit's gonna get. We're gonna, we're gonna change Mount Rushmore. We're gonna get rid of that pesky Abraham Lincoln. He freed those dusky people and we're going <laughs> to <we're gonna laughs> you know yeah I know you haven't listened to the full episode yet since you got suspended but I somehow found my way into a pretty good trump trump impression did you yeah I can I don't know if I can recreate I got to check it um. I don't know if I can recreate it. It's uh, listen, we're, we're doing great. We're not, I can't do it somehow. Somehow <laughs> it just happens sometimes. I just roll. went right into it. And it was yeah. it was pretty good. <laughs> but right now I can't do it. It's like that day I did that Bernie impression. Yeah, that it's, was a great Bernie impression. <laughs> try to do it again. I don't know if I can. See <laughs> you, Appalachian people. <laughs> it's uh, all you have to do is pause before you say something and say it real quick, and then you know do your hands. Uh, try, try an Obama impression, Sasha, Malia. We, the American people, <laughs> have to fight back against this radical. Is, this is President Barack Obama inviting you. <laughs> His speech, though, that he gave. You want to Bill Clinton? Yeah. I'm Bill Clinton. <laughs> I'm Winston Churchill. I'm Winston Churchill. <laughs> <laughs> um, Obama's speech, though, uh, after the Orlando thing. For him Well for anybody Was fiery Like he's He's fucking pissed Like he's pissed at. He's about had enough I think he's I think he's Real gonna explode On Trump soon Like it's gonna get ugly Cause he's He's a brilliant speaker And he can take you down And he He will take Trump down He's like Here's what you are He'll and start with mama jokes Cause he's a black guy Yeah Yeah <laughs> Next thing you know, he's <laughs> got Chuck D coming up and they're doing a rap. And it's going to fight be- the power. <laughs> yeah, but get out of your Flavor Flav. You're not representative. Mm-hmm. I do not like Flavor Flav. <laughs> I, I am not a fan of Flavor I hate Flav. that motherfucker. Chuck D doesn't like him. <laughs> Chuck D can't fucking stand him. We were talking about this, though. Um, and this is not racist to say, but it seems that Public Enemy is like, a dichotomy of the black community. <laughs> yeah, well, they had the, the brilliant guy, the, the brilliant poet, uh, scholar laureate who built himself with a society stacked against him, and the guy who tags along <laughs> fell into every stereotype. Literally, and, you know, hype man. That, that's his yeah. title. And then there was the the uh, militant guy. There was I yeah, Professor name. Griff. He's a fucking piece of shit. He's a anti semite. All kinds of shit. I fucking hate that motherfucker. Wow. I do like I've said strong words from Chucky Taylor. Sacks, back to you. I'm I'm sick of that shit. I'm sick of racism in general. Back to the ring to Gary Michael Capetta. I'm just I'm sick of it in general. I I just I have no time for any of it, and that includes racists of all shapes and sizes and and colors. I fucking hate it. It's the dumbest fucking shit ever, and it's excused so so often. You know, on both sides. Yeah, it is, and we can't. We we have to start looking things, taking things in a hard light. Uh, you know, you don't get you don't get a pass just because we don't want to piss you off. Fuck you. This is our society. If you don't want to be in it, go fuck yourself. Well, um, I was listening to a Sam Harris podcast today. You've seen him. Mm-hmm. He uh he was talking about how, and again, I don't know if I agree with officially calling everything radical Islamic terrorism just because it might create more terrorists. But his point was, if you have a group of people that are so sensitive that even Putting their name in with something like terrorism could make, could turn a, a lot of them into terrorists. Don't you think that there's a problem with those people? Absolutely. <laughs> He's fucking right. <laughs> with their ideology. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's pretty much it right there to the point. It is. I, I'm, I'm sick of, I'm just actually just sick of stupidity. I think that, I think this could be a watershed moment for the entire, for the human race in a good way when we just say, you know, we've let, Dumb fucks run our society for long enough Why don't we let these smart rational people run it For a while and see how this goes Why don't we have a sane energy policy Why don't we start looking things In a hard light and stop And stop letting primitive morals And magical people run what we do You saying you don't believe in magic (laughs) Oh 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 it's magic Believe in that song So you don't believe in magic No. Have you never heard me sing That my friend is magic you're right. Take it back. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of dumb. Like you got the uh, you got the uh, the Muslims that not all Muslims of course want Sharia law, but there's a
1: lot, a lot of them. Yeah, they
0: do. You got the Christians it's, over here that want every Christian Sharia law. Yeah, they're like uh, they were talking. I uh, on the PFR episode, I played a couple of clips of preachers. It's talking about how it was a great thing. There's 50 less pedophiles today than there were yesterday. That's a great thing. Now we can't. I, I'm not going to go out and do it myself and kill them myself. But anytime this happens, it's a great thing. There should be laws against it. The, like the government should kill gay people because they're against God. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and the fact that nobody's called that fucker down. The fact that nobody's said anything. I mean, he, oh, he, oh, we we took him to task. Once he hears about it, he'll be very upset. Two there's two of them, really. Yeah, just it's, with you to listen. You should you, you should have not came in so hot and got no suspended. No. Well, that shit ice cream cone was really terrible. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to run your mouth about? Uh, no, good to go. Yeah, man, that's one thing I hate to see is a, a white girl with a nigger. Hmm. Rub one out. I found out to uh, just by the the sheer luck of uh, the on this day feature on uh, Facebook. Yeah. That uh, either today or yesterday Was the anniversary of my father's death Yeah we discussed that It's yeah. terrible So we're going to go out on the song that I wrote On the, either the day of or the day after my father died And I recorded it into my phone It's a song called Larry's Song And you guys can listen to it And you can all suck my dick <laughs> um, Thanks for listening For Chucky Tater Sacks uh, Double Dutch Chocolate <laughs> We'll see you next time Fuck faces.
1: that train and hit it out of town Remember me cause I won't be around Me that was a said goodbye long ago On my way to my father's Be sad. I'm ready to go. I'm leaving this house and going home. I'm sure you noticed that I don't talk so good. Soon I'll be saying better. And I will be free Both sides will work the same The words will come out